Welcome, my gorgeous, authentic souls, to the Be Radically Authentic podcast. Each week, we're here to dish out on all your relationships, whether that's with your cat, your dog, your significant other, parental units, coworkers, and all the things we can do to create a loving and healthy balance in those relationships. We're talking legitimate self-care, practical spirituality, and high-level self-awareness. Because if your mind and soul ain't aligned right, your actions ain't gonna work right. Expect to hear stories filled with advice as well as tools and tactics you can incorporate into your daily life to reconnect with that beautiful, authentic soul of yours. This is a space for radical authenticity, which may ruffle the feathers society would like to censor, so this podcast might not be suitable for the traditional workplace or for tiny human ears. And the one rule we have here is to simply take what you need and leave what you don't. My name is Carolina Jimena, and this is Be Radically Authentic. Hello, my gorgeous souls, and welcome to the first official episode of the Be Radically Authentic podcast. I have some changes in this episode, so if you listen to the introductory episode, I listened to it as well, and there were just some things I didn't love about it, and that's okay. That is how we learn, that is how we grow, and that is how we make progress. That is how we move forward. If you don't know, my name is Carolina Jimena and I am your podcast host that truly believes every single individual soul out there deserves to be loved for exactly who they authentically and genuinely are. That's the goal of the podcast here and today we are talking about comfort zones and why it's important to question them and why it's important to really reflect on the comfort zone that you're in and different comfort zones that you could be in. And I might share a little bit of a different tactic when it comes to comfort zones in this week's episode because sometimes comfort zones, maybe they aren't comfortable, but they're what we're used to. I feel like a lot of the times we think comfort zones are just where we're comfortable and where things are easy. And a lot of the time, for a lot of us, especially with, you know, hard stories, hard backgrounds, those of us who have had trials and tribulations in our lives, Comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean comfort. Sometimes it just means what we're used to, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah, today we're talking about comfort zones, breaking free from them. I wanna share a little story of, for me, breaking out of my comfort zone in perfectionism, which honestly sounds so annoying saying out loud, and how I restructured these episodes. So I'm immediately gonna go into the meat and potatoes after sharing the introduction and giving you this little personal story because when I was listening to the introductory episode, it felt so long. (laughs) It felt so long to kind of get to the point of the episode. So I wanna get to the point of the episode first and then we're gonna go through all of the extras like the card pull, the authenticity challenge afterwards. But I had this need for everything to be perfect, right? But we really learn from action. And so the only way that I was able to really kind of figure out, and truth be told, this might not even be the permanent structure of our our podcast episodes here. Truth be told, like things can change, things can evolve. And honestly, they should. We should be changing. We should be evolving, which is the whole point of getting out of these comfort zones. So I was really able to see... I didn't like that structure of the episode after I'd already done it. And now could I have re-recorded the episode? Yes. But then I'm stuck in this perpetual 
cycle of redoing, redoing, redoing. And that's not really, I mean, I can learn from that, but then I'm not really taking action towards my actual goals. My actual goals is launching the fucking podcast. <laughs> my actual goal is putting the content out there to grow this community. And I'm not going to reach that goal if I'm stuck in this perpetual cycle of redoing and revamping and and all of that and like needing it to be perfect. So I wanted to share that little bit of authenticity with you, that truthfulness with you that I didn't love, you know, episode zero of the podcast and that's okay. It's out there. Done is better than perfect, which is a lesson I've been teaching myself for the last five years. Okay, so what is a comfort zone? and how can it be beneficial for us and how can it be detrimental to us? So for me, a comfort zone is the status quo. A comfort zone is what we're used to and something that might be a little, you know, triggering to hear and might be a little bit uncomfortable for people is that sometimes our comfort zones can be rooted in trauma. We could be so used to things being bad. We could be so used to the perpetual negativity of it all. We could be so used to just complaining, looking at the bad side, looking for all the problems, accepting all the problems, like continuing to live in this victim mentality. That could honestly be our comfort zone, which I know might be hard to hear, but When I kind of discovered this for myself, it really opened a lot of doors for me because at the time I just was having failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship and I just kept feeling like I was making the same mistakes over and over and over again, which again goes back to what I was literally talking about in the introduction. We can make mistakes and learn from them, but if we don't actually change our tactics, if we don't actually take what we're learning and put it into action, then we're never gonna actually reach that goal. So my goal was to have a loving, amazing partner who loved me for who I authentically am, to create a life and build a life with somebody who I genuinely enjoy, who makes me wanna be a better person, who I feel truly understands me and appreciates me and doesn't make me feel like I'm too much and doesn't make me feel like I'm too loud and doesn't make me feel like I'm too opinionated and doesn't make me feel bad for being emotional, that doesn't make me feel bad for feeling things really deeply, that doesn't make me feel bad for looking at the world and wanting to make it better and always having something to say and speaking my truth and all of these things. Like I wanted somebody to truly appreciate me for me. And like I said in the introductory episode, it is not my responsibility to shape, morph, contort and mold and and cut people pieces of myself off in order to be accepted by others. It is not my responsibility to make sure that I am changing who I am in order to be likable, in order to be palatable, in order to be acceptable. That's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to be who I genuinely am. My responsibility is to be my radically authentic self. And when I do that, I emit the energies that are then going to attract the right people towards me, that are then going to attract aligned people towards me. And that's exactly what happened. But I had to get out of my comfort zone of feeling like 
shitty relationships, people treating me shittily, not matching my energy, my desired energy, I should say, because they were matching my energy. I didn't love myself. I did not think I was worthy of being loved. I did not think that I was capable of being loved. I vividly remember calling myself a monster. I used to tell people that I was a monster incapable of love and incapable of being loved. That is how I viewed myself. And why wouldn't I when I was raised in an environment that made me feel like I was a mistake? My mother, I... I remember sitting in a stairwell with my mom and her telling me that I was a mistake, that I was unwanted, that I should have been aborted, and I shouldn't be here. So when the person who literally gives you life is telling you these things, obviously that's going to be how you start to view yourself. Again, another comfort zone. Comfort zone is all about what are we used to. Comfort zone doesn't mean comfortable. It can So maybe, you know, you're in a comfortable relationship. There's nothing wrong with it, but it doesn't thrill you. It doesn't excite you. And don't get it twisted. Those things I used to, I still, (laughs) I still will sometimes read a book or watch a movie and see the emotional turmoil like that and that we confuse for passion, right? We confuse that like sickening feeling in our guts and in our chest this like unrequited love this like punch in our chest like I used to confuse those feelings with passion and that was the feeling that I was striving for in my relationships and then I felt like if I didn't have that the relationship wasn't worth it so I don't want you to confuse those comfortable feelings in relationships as a bad thing. Comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean comfortable, but like I said, it can. Maybe you're in a really comfortable relationship that you kind of just settled for. A relationship that you just kind of settled for instead of actually being with someone you truly want to be with. Sometimes a comfort zone can be beneficial though. From somebody who had a very tumultuous and traumatic childhood, having something easy, having something comfortable, not constantly breaking barriers and hitting the next thing can feel safe. Sometimes safety is a necessary requirement, a necessary feeling in order for us to truly kind of recalibrate and level ourselves out. And this is going to go off on a little bit of a tangent and I'm even a little bit hesitant to share this because I feel like this could be a podcast episode in and of itself. But I just want to share a little bit in terms of astrology and the north node and the south node of it all. And if you want me to expand on this in a whole episode, let me know in our Discord community or send me a message on Instagram and I can definitely do that. But real quickly, our south node is essentially our wisdom. It is the traits, characteristics, and wisdom that we have already kind of mastered or we've already kind of accumulated where we're very comfortable. And your North Node is kind of where you're a novice or what you're here to learn or what you're here to fulfill. So in a lot of spiritual spaces, people consider your North Node your purpose in your life, like what it is that you're working towards. Now, there's this story in the spiritual space or this narrative, I should say, that whenever you start to teeter into your south node, that's your comfort zone. And that's a bad thing. 
It's a bad thing to be in your south node because you're supposed to be focusing on your north node. But something that I've really witnessed both in my journey and in people in my community and in my network's journey is that sometimes it's necessary to have that comfort zone. Sometimes it's necessary to lean into that south node because we have so much wisdom, because we have so much safety, because we have so much security in that space. That helps us kind of take a breath. It helps us recalibrate. It helps us reflect. It helps us remind ourselves of what it is we know so that we can then take that back into our north node and enter a new level of awareness in the north node, enter a new step in progress in the north node. So it's both and. I don't think it's necessarily like we have to completely ignore our south node. We have to completely ignore everything that we've learned. And anytime that we're in our south node, we're a detriment to our energy and to our purpose and all of these things. I think they work together. And that is something that I genuinely disagree with in a lot of spiritual spaces. And I can confidently say that because I myself have been trapped in the notion that anytime I was in my Leo South node, it was a bad thing. So like I said, a little bit of a tangent, but I felt it was important to share that spiritual analogy of the comfort zones and how sometimes a comfort zone can be beneficial for us, but it's when we're only in the comfort zone, when we're consistently in that cycle, it can really be detrimental to our growth and to our development. You know, our growth and development really happens when we're in that north node, when we're outside of our comfort zone, but Again, still definitely think that the comfort zone can be beneficial. It's both and. We need we need the comfort zones, but we also need to make space to break free from those comfort zones. And again, this just kind of goes into this perpetual notion that we constantly have to be moving forward, that we constantly have to be making progress, that it's never enough. We constantly have to be moving forward. And that's a very masculine driven energy. And what we really need is a balance of both. So really being in the moment, being in the energy, being in that like safe level, comfortable space is very much the feminine energy. And then making the progress is very much the masculine energy. So we need a combination of both. Now, some detriments of staying in your comfort zone is that maybe we have goals, maybe we have desires But in order to actually reach those, it's going to require getting out of our comfort zone. The thing is, if you want something and you currently don't have it, the actions that you've been currently taking aren't going to work because they haven't gotten you there, which means you have to get out of that comfort zone in order for that path to present itself. And I want to share a story with you of the, I don't want to say dangers, but yeah, like the detriment of staying in the comfort zone. So my very first podcast, I had a guest who reached out to me. She wanted to be on my podcast. She wanted to talk about finances and feminism. And I loved talking to people. I, you know, my very first podcast was called The Way I See It, where it was, I was sharing my opinions on things. And then when I had guests on the episodes, it was giving them the opportunity to share the way that they see it. And so at the time she had like 2000 followers, whatnot, and I was just starting. So I truly didn't really care about that, but it was a really interesting podcast episode. Fast forward to five years later, I'm driving to meet a friend for ice cream and I'm listening to the Man Enough podcast with a guest, Glennon Doyle. 
And there's a lot of like pretty big names in this podcast that I'm super, super interested in, super intrigued by. And the very first thing I hear is an advertisement for Financial Feminism, which is a book and podcast by Dory Dunlap. And I had to literally pause because that was the guest that I had had on my podcast five years prior. And I had it, I was on the verge of an anxiety attack in my car because my brain couldn't comprehend the fact that I had a one degree separation to names like Glennon Doyle. My brain couldn't, couldn't wrap itself around the fact that I was very close to being in the metaphorical rooms of these people that I really looked up to. And so that anxiety of it all, like that closed off feeling that like, oh, that is outside of my comfort zone. Like that is not something I am used to. That is not something that I am prepared for. If I didn't have the awareness that I have, if I wasn't aware that I was reaching a ceiling for myself, I was reaching a comfort zone ceiling, I could have easily, easily spiraled into thinking that it wasn't possible for me, you know, the imposter syndrome of it all. And that can really limit our potential. It could easily have scared me into not wanting to launch another podcast. It could have easily scared me into being like, that's not possible for me. Like I'm never, I'm, you know, all of these stories that I could tell myself. So we want to make sure that when we're having these visceral reactions to things, that we're not taking action from them. We wanna make sure that we're taking action from an aligned place, that we're taking action from a place of abundance, and that we're not letting our comfort zones and our ego limit what it is that A, we're capable of, and B, what we think we're capable of, because what we focus on expands. And again, staying in that comfort zone like I said, if I didn't have that awareness, I, would, I wouldn't have been able to flex that muscle. And everything that we're going to talk about on this podcast is literally about flexing a muscle. Radical authenticity takes work. Radical authenticity is hard. Radical authenticity is something that you have to practice over and over and over again. And yes, sometimes it gets easier, but sometimes it's just a constant struggle. And I say struggle in the best sense of the term. It's really interesting because Matthew and I, we were having a debate when we were going for dinner once about how like I was raised in an environment in a creative space where if you weren't naturally talented at something, there was no purpose to it. If you weren't naturally talented at drawing, if you weren't naturally talented to at least begin with, then there was no point in pursuing it. Whereas he has more of like an athletic background. And so the underdog story is really prevalent in, in that space. The like work for it, push it, practice, 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 practice. Those are the narratives that he was raised in. I was not raised with those, right? It was like everything, if you didn't sound like Adele when you were singing, or if you didn't paint like so-and-so, or if you didn't act like Angelina Jolie or whatever, there was no point in moving forward. Because like, what would be, if you don't have that level of success, and I feel like in a lot of spaces, those are still the narratives that we're telling people. We don't have that level of success. Says there's no point in doing smaller versions of it. 
I don't even like using the word smaller versions of it because that makes it feel inferior. So those are some possible detriments of staying in that comfort zone, of never moving forward, of missing opportunities, of not being able to flex that muscle, whether it's self-awareness, whether it's growth, whether it's what have you. Some strategies for stepping out of your comfort zone First and foremost, reflection is one of the biggest gifts that you can give for yourself. When you reflect on what's worked in the past, what hasn't, when you reflect on your life and what current comfort zones you have, when you reflect on where it is you are versus where it is you wanna be, that can give you so much information, that can give you so much self-awareness, and then from there, you can really start to make, you know, small goals, take small steps, experience new things, and really start to slowly get out of that comfort zone. And I want you to really hear me when I say this, it doesn't have to be big, drastic gestures in order for it to have a large impact. Small steps, every single day lead to big changes versus big sweeping notions. And the thing is, when you take those small steps towards whatever it is that you're working on, when you take those small steps of achievement, when you take those small steps of success towards your goal, A, you're slowly incrementally incrementally increasing your capacity to now receive those higher higher level higher vibration higher abundance things so you're incrementally raising your energy to slowly realign with what it is that you want and b you're giving yourselves hits of dopamine I think it's dopamine, but you're giving yourself these hits of these good feeling hormones that motivate you and they'll want that want you to keep moving forward, that want you to keep making progress forward. But when you set these huge, huge goals for yourself or these big sweeping declarations like I'm not going to do this anymore, you're essentially setting yourself up for failure. Now, I don't want to say it's not possible, but trust me, I feel like so often we're so focused on like the big sweeping gestures that are going to completely transform our lives when it's really the minute little choices we make every day that make a difference over time. So I really want you to to encourage you to start to reflect on that and to really start to identify some of your comfort zones. Before you're off... Authenticity challenge this week. I want you to identify one comfort zone. One comfort zone. And I want you to remember that comfort zones aren't always cozy. They can simply be what it is that we're used to. So if you are used to constantly debasing yourself, if you are used to constantly talking down to yourself, if you are used to constantly looking in the mirror and hating what you see, if these are the actions that you constantly take and you are used to the negative self-talk, that's your comfort zone. And I know that might seem really counterintuitive to hear because you're like, well, that doesn't make me happy doesn't make me feel nice. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. Remember, the comfort zone doesn't always mean comfortable. It simply means what we're used to. So I want you to identify one comfort zone and I want you to really reflect on that comfort zone. How is it serving you? Where did that comfort zone start? Where did that comfort zone stem from? How is it benefiting you? Because here's the thing. Yes, sometimes we are self-sabotaging creatures, but at the end of the day, our instinct for survival survival 
more often than not surpasses everything. So we will only do things that inadvertently benefit us in some way. So if you're currently struggling with body image issues, for example, if you're struggling with body image issues and that is your current comfort zone in the sense that that is what you're used to, constantly struggling with your body issues, leaning on that is could be potentially protecting you from rejection. If you are unhappy with your body, with your body image, that means that you don't have to put yourself out there. And if you don't put yourself out there, that means that you don't have to risk somebody rejecting you for the same thing that you're currently rejecting yourself for. So that in and of itself is a way that you are protecting yourself. Is it great? Probably not, but I really want you to start reflecting on how your comfort zone, so again, identify one comfort zone, really reflect on it, ask yourself those questions, and then I want you to really ask yourself, how is this comfort zone benefiting me? Then I want you to brainstorm and it just brainstorm. Don't worry about it. Don't try to make it make sense. I just want you to brainstorm three potential action steps you can take to negate that or step away from that comfort zone or choose a different tactic, right? So again, with the body image issues, you know, maybe one action step is standing naked in front of the mirror every morning and just keeping eye contact for 30 seconds, just starting with 30 seconds, just getting used to looking at your body. Maybe another action step is buying a bigger size of clothing. When you're in clothes that make you look good, you're going to feel good. So if you're squeezing yourself into a size that doesn't actually fit your body, you're going to feel restricted. You're going to feel uncomfortable. So again, those are just ideas. I don't I don't want to color you color your experience or color your process, but just write down three, and three is just a number. If you wanna write five, 10, however many, and then I want you to choose one. I want you to choose one of those action steps, and then I want you to set the intention and choose a time, maybe a fire moon, to take that step, to actually intentionally take that one step out of your comfort zone. Now let's go to the cards and see what the cards want to tell us. Stop, drop, and ground reversed. To me, this shows us that we're two in our heads, which makes sense. It is an air moon. We are very much in our heads right now. We are thinking, we are dreaming, we are potentially spiraling. That's also a possibility too. I don't like to focus on the negative, but... Sometimes we have to acknowledge the negative because we're not doing any emotional, spiritual, or any kind of bypassing here. So the energy we really want to be aware of going into this week is making sure that we're staying grounded in our energy, taking a pause, making sure that we are allowing space for joy, making sure that we're not letting our limiting beliefs overwhelm us. So this is a really good time again, to just kind of stop. Also, we're in Pisces season, y'all. This is going to be an emotional time. And 
again, no bypassing here. Everything that you're feeling, everything that you're experiencing, we need to look at it. We need to look at it. We need to flex that self-awareness muscle and learn from it, reflect and learn from it. So energy going into this week, something to really pay attention to is how can you just give yourself a minute to just stop? How can you give yourself a minute to just ground in your energy, breathe, take a walk, really start to just bring more joy into your energy. If you are listening to this on the day of launch, March 8th, we are in an air moon. So again, like I said before, it's a time for dreaming big. It's a time for thinking big. And it's not a time for really like analyzing and paying attention deeply and analytically and the nitty gritty details of those thoughts. Something else I want to start introducing to the episodes is a weekly affirmation for you. These are just going to come to me intuitively. It's not something that I am going to prepare for. So after speaking with you in the episode, after doing the card pull, I'm going to then just let the weekly affirmation come to me. And for this week is I am safe to explore. So going in, ooh, that feels good. I got tingles. I got tingles from that. That was good. Thank you. Thank you for that. So going into this week with the stop, drop, and ground card pull with the authenticity challenge of taking one action step out of your comfort zone, identifying a comfort zone, I want you to repeat this to yourself and literally say it out loud. Our voices change the particles around us. Our voices have so much power. So whether you start your day saying it, whether you are in the car driving and you think of it, what have you, I want you to say out loud, I am safe to explore. All right, my sweet souls, that is all I have for you today. I would really want to encourage you to come share your experience of stepping out of that comfort zone in our Discord community. Every episode, I pop up a channel in our Discord community to to talk about that specific episode. So everything is organized in one place. I would love to hear how you're stepping out of your comfort zones or anything else regarding this episode, whether the weekly affirmation resonates with you, whether the card pull resonates with you. Come let me know in our Discord community. Alternatively, you could also post on social media. And if you do, make sure you use the hashtag Be Radically Authentic or hashtag Authentic Souls Club. Tag me as well. I would love to see your journeys. I would love to be a part of you in that journey. And if you're listening on Spotify, there is a little poll at the bottom to let me know which strategy you're going to try this week. I have a couple different options for you to try there in terms of uh, breaking out of your comfort zone. And if you have something new, you can just click the other option as well. So again, that's all I have for you. Quick little recap here, you know, really making sure that you're understanding what a comfort zone is. A comfort zone, again, doesn't always mean comfortable. Sometimes it's just something that we're used to and that something that we're used to could actually even just be a like a negative thing that isn't serving us. The dangers of staying in our comfort zone, missed opportunities, a lack of self-awareness, and then some strategies for stepping out of your comfort zone, really reflecting on where it is you are, where it is you wanna go, and really, really, really making sure that you are bringing that reflection practice into place. (laughs) 
Have a great week, my sweet authentic souls. If this episode resonated with you, please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That is the best way to get this message out there and to bring more authentic souls into our energy to help more and more people feel less and less alone. The next episode I have for you is a full moon in Virgo reading, giving you some insight on what you can harvest or what you need to release this full moon. And until then, stay radically authentic. Thank mm-hmm. you.